I don't want to take a whole lot of your time, and I want to talk to a few kids about this idea of being face-to-face. And earlier, the plan was that I would show you a video, a powerful video, a video that is undownloadable from YouTube. So instead of showing you this video, I'll link it to our Facebook page once we're done with this service. I'll link it on our website when we record and post this audio. But for now, instead of watching this video, let me demonstrate just a little bit with two helpers. A help to just demonstrate a slight little vibe of the video. So Jaron and Ellie, could you come on down and could you stand in front of this communion table? Let's give them a hand. Ellie doesn't know what she's doing. Why don't y'all stand right there? Can we see them on the video, Sherry? Can we see them down here? Okay. Why don't y'all stand and face each other? I don't know if you saw on the screen, but it says face to face. And since we can't watch this video, y'all are going to help recreate a little bit of this video. But before I tell you what it is and why you're doing it, I need you to just do two things for me. You ready? Here's the two things. I need you, Ellie, to look at your father in the eye. And I need both of you to not say anything. And we're going to do this for 30 seconds. Can we do this? She's already started, so I'll start my timer. And that's our timer. Let's give them a hand. And can y'all stay up here? Can y'all stay here real quick? So Ellie, tell me, how did that feel? It was hard. Why was it hard? Because she didn't stop laughing. It was hard to not say anything, right? Yeah, a little bit? Jaron, what was your experience? He says he's, he doesn't think he's ever spent just 30 seconds just looking at her in silence, not talking. When was the last time you think you might have done that? Maybe 11 years ago? <laughs> when she was a baby. How did it make you feel? What was going through your head? Either one of y'all. I know it's kind of weird because everybody's looking at you. Did it feel long? So it felt long. Mm-hmm. Felt like five minutes. <laughs> Probably because what your dad said, we're not used to just sitting and looking and beholding, right? All right, let's give a shout out and clap to the pains. Thank you, guys. Y'all can go have a seat. What Jaron and Eliana replicated was a 30-second live version of a video called Face to Face, The Bridge. NBC News, in partnership with Jubilee Media, created a series of videos of the Asian American experience. And in the video that we'll link, it has grown children 
standing face to face with their parent, with one parent, for four minutes of uninterrupted eye contact and silence. And so what happens is very much similar to this, some chuckles and some smiles, some looking intently, some backing off. But once you start to hit minute two or three, you just slowly see their faces begin to change and tears begin to form and something shifts and they're looking at each other for, in some ways, the first time in a long time. For Jaren, he said, probably since she was a baby. So when asked after this four-minute experience with varying uh, pairs of adult children and their parent, they were asked, what were you thinking about? And invariably they said something like, I just remember when she was a baby. Or I just think about how proud I am. And what was happening in that silence was the feelings and the emotions that aren't always spoken. But in this moment of quiet beholding, face to face, they were allowing themselves to feel love that they have for the other. They spent time being together face to face. And another word for that is attention. And the question I want to ask you kiddos is do you think that we can have a similar experience of being with God that kind of felt like that? Yes or no? What do you think? Yeah? Well, how would it be different to be with God versus be with a parent or a Jaren? What's the difference between God and Jaren? Let me ask you this. What shirt is Jaren wearing? What color shirt? Orangish, reddish? How could you decide what shirt he was wearing? Because you what? Saw him. How can we be with God if we can't see God? So let me ask you again. Do you think we can have a moment like that with God, even if we can't see him? Can we be quiet with God? Yay or nay? What do you think? Do you think so? How do you think we might be able to do that? Through prayer? Yeah? Maybe some of y'all are looking at your sheets already? Through songs? Yes! That's a great answer. Really what we're talking about is giving our attention to God. Kiddos, I see you're busy working on your sheets. You have some ideas that we will be talking about us grown-ups. But I want to share with you a verse. It's a fascinating verse that has really caught my imagination and my attention. And the verse is from Exodus chapter 33, verse 11. The Lord would speak to Moses 
What does it say? Face to face. As one speaks to a friend. Now, one of the great Bible study questions is, where is this in the story? Well, let me tell you, it's in a pretty dark and bleak place in Israel's story. It's when things are a little tense and God's people that he rescued from Egypt are straying a little bit and wondering if they even want to be with God, much less talk to God, much less sit with God face to face. And so what they said was, okay, Moses, you go and talk to God. So in Exodus 33, Moses has a tent in the foothills of a mountain. What that means is the flat place before the mountain shoots up. And so the rest of the nation is camping back here. And then Moses goes and puts a tent right between the people behind him and the big mountain in front of them. And they called it the tent of meeting. And Moses would go into this tent And all the people behind him that were wondering if they had what it takes to be with God, to be God's children, they stood and they waited as Moses went into the tent. And that's when we read Exodus 33, 11, the Lord would speak to Moses face to face as one speaks to a friend. So now we're getting hints from the Bible that it might be possible to have some kind of awareness and presence and attention to be with God, to feel something and connect. Like the video you didn't see or the pain example here, there's some way in which we can be attentive to God like we can be attentive to one another. There's a quote that I love from French philosopher Simone Weil. Attention is the rarest and purest form of generosity. Understand that this was a difficult season in the life of Israel and the fact that God wanted to speak and connect and be attentive was grace. God wants to be attentive to us. The question then becomes, can we be attentive back? Can we try to look to God face to face? The irony is that later in the story, Moses will go up the mountain, out of the tent, up the mountain, and God will pass by, but God says, hey man, you can't see my face but you'll see something of the backside of my presence passing before you. So that automatically says, okay, well, what's that about? Well, clearly no one can see God. No one can tell me what shirt God is wearing right now. But there's something of attentive connection, whether it was in the tent or on the mountain, that God wants to be seen, to be held, even though we can't fully see him and grasp all of his goodness and glory. There's something that we can do to be attentive to him. And the way that we talk about it often in Christian circles is to practice 
the presence of God. It may be hard to read on the screen here, but you see practicing presence. It's a vital practice when we can't see God. And it's a vital practice in a culture that's always moving from one thing to the next. I think we're out of practice at being attentive, full stop. How many of you can eat a meal without looking at your phone? Shout out to Michelle. Shout out Robert. I bet it takes practice. I bet it takes intention to put this thing away. How many of us can sit across the table from another and not look at a phone every five minutes? In a culture that's always moving from one thing to the next, we're out of practice at being attentive to God and others. Yet God longs to be attentive to us, and our attention facilitates connection. Attention is another word for time. I'm giving you my time. I'm looking you in the face for 30 seconds or 30 minutes. I'm focused on you. And when you give someone your time, you're giving them your literal life. Attention means you're giving someone your time. If you're giving someone your time, you're giving them your life. Surely, this is the rarest and purest form of generosity. There's a season when Amy and I would make a daily challenge of giving our two girls our undivided attention. They caught on to this, so they began to ask for this. Hey, when are you going to give me that attention? But something got lost in translation because the word wasn't undivided. They would say, hey, mommy, can I have my uninvited attention now? So he said, yes, we'll give you some uninvited attention, which was really us sitting down, playing Barbies, playing Uno, going for a walk, which is to give them our time, which is to share our life. To try to make this connection even more. Even in the midst of a difficult season in the story of Israel, Moses would go to give his attention to God. And God would give his attention to Moses. Somehow, in some mysterious way, experiencing the presence of one another, standing, beholding, being attentive, giving time, sharing life. I think we can cultivate attention I think it's a skill. It's something we need to practice. And that's why when we gather together, I love Cohen's answer. We can do this through worship. We can do this through prayer. It's hard to see on the screen here. It might be better if you look at the TV there. But some ways of cultivating attention of God's withness is through worship. We regularly pray as a worship team to believe the words we sing that we would be present to God's presence. Not just thinking about chords like I often do when I play them wrong, but to be present that God is with us. This is why in communion, we say come to a place of remembrance, awareness that Jesus is our host within and among us. We mentioned prayer. I love what Mother Teresa says. They said, what do you do in prayer, and I'm paraphrasing, she says, nothing, I listen. 
And then the interviewer says, well, what does God say? And she says, nothing. He listens. Whether it's a four-minute YouTube video, adult children and parent, 30 seconds, Ellie and Jaron, to be present to God's presence, to be still and to know. Of course, we're taught to pour out our words, but sometimes the stillness is what he's inviting us to. I have praying there, but also playing, to be grateful for the joy that we find in being with one another or playing pickleball like Robert and I do on Mondays at the Relic Community Center? What would it look like to cultivate attention of God's witness in your school as you start back? Hate to tell you. Your work at dinner on your drive. Where is a space that you are inattentive that God might be inviting you to pay attention? To set up your own tentative meeting to come and be with him. The question I'll leave you with before we practice and sing again is how will you practice some face time with God and others this week? Maybe you can try out the uninvited attention with your friend, your partner, your coworker that they don't know you're playing a game of listening first, looking, beholding. See how it wigs them out to give them the rarest and purest form of generosity. How will you practice some FaceTime with God this week? How will you set a timer? Four minutes was the YouTube video. Could you practice four minutes? Less about saying words to Jesus and more about being mindful of Jesus. Just recently, in the last two weeks, a young person in our church, not named Emma and Nora, was sharing with us how they felt in a time of fear and uncertainty. They said how they were praying and they just felt like Jesus was sitting on the foot of the bed and she felt loved. Not unlike a YouTube video or a Jaron and Ellie experience. Even if we can't see God face to face, could we cultivate an attentiveness to God, present to his presence? How will you practice FaceTime this week? Can we practice it together for just a few moments? You might say, well, we got kids in here. There's no child care. It's going to get loud, maybe. Yeah. But do you think God delights over these kids? Do you think we want to raise our children as we disciple future disciples to make stillness and silence part of the essential toolkit of following Jesus in a culture that's obsessed with moving from one thing to the next? Could we be a countercultural church present to God and present to one another? Would you please stand for the benediction? Go out into the world to join God in the work of love, of peace, and of justice. Take in the breath of life. Take off your shoes. Know that you are ever in the presence of the holy and living God. Go in peace. Amen.